Reading Srimad Bhavadam 4.30.11 Yatyuyam Piturradesham Agrihista Mudanvitaha Adobhavushati Kirtir Lokan Anubhavishati Yat, because you yam, you, pitu who, of your father, adesham, the order, agrihista, accepted, muda, anvitaha, in great happiness, ato, therefore, vaha, your, bhushati, attractive, Kittihi, glory, Lokan, Anu, throughout the universe, Vavishyati will become possible. Because you have with pleasure accepted within your heart the orders of your father and have executed those orders very faithfully, your attractive qualities will be celebrated all over the world. Because you have with pleasure accepted within your hearts the orders of your father and have executed those orders very faithfully, your attractive qualities will be celebrated all over the world. Purport by Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada. Since every living entity is part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he has small independence. Sometimes unintelligent men ask why one is put into a miserable condition, even though everyone is under the control of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Because of his minute independence, the living entity can obey or disobey the orders of the Supreme Law. If he obeys the Supreme Law's order, he becomes happy. If he does not, he becomes unhappy. And therefore, the living entity creates his own happiness or unhappiness. The Supreme Law does not enforce this on anyone. The Supreme Lord praises the Prasetas because they all faithfully obeyed the orders of their father. The Lord therefore blessed the sons of King Prachina Bhaisan because they obeyed their father's orders. Om Agyanati Mirandasya Gnanam Gnana Shalakaya Chukshadan Militam Yenadasme Shri Guru Venamaha Shri Chaitanya Shri Guru Shri Udapada Kamalam Shri Gurum Vaishnavamcha Shri Rupam Sagadyatam Sagana Raghunatam Vitam Kamsajim Shadvitam Shavadutam Parjanam Sritam Krishna Chaitanam Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sagana Lalita Shri Shagan Vitam Shri 
So this class I'm going to show you that how father is very important, but also there are cases where the father and mother also disobeyed. We'll go two sides today, but you will know this not this is sometimes contradictory. Sometimes the father is rejected also. So we'll show you where father was rejected. We'll show you where father is accepted. So now you see, father and mother are accepted. Of course, what is that? The supreme personality of Godhead here explains the different kinds of austerity and penance. First, he explained the austerity and penance practiced by the body. One should offer or learn to offer respect to God of demigods, the perfect qualified brahmanas and the spiritual masters and superior like father and mother, or any person who is conversant with Vedic knowledge. This point has to be a little bit uh, realized. Eh? One should practice cleansing oneself externally and internally and he should learn to become simple in behavior. He should not do anything which is not sanctioned by the scriptural injunction. He should not indulge in sex outside of married life, for sex is sanctioned in the scripture only in marriage, not otherwise. This is called celibacy. These are penances and austerity as far as the body is concerned. So the point here is that one should uh, follow the father and mother who are conversant with Vedic knowledge. Huh? Father and mother who are conversant with? Uh, so also here is another verse. It says here, Sons ought to render service to their father exactly to this extent. One should obey the command of his father or spiritual master with due deference, saying, Yes, sir. See? So, you should obey with this. Uh, yes, sir. Two words in this verse are very important. One word is pitari. Another word is guru. The son or disciple should accept the words of his spiritual master and father without hesitation. Whatever the father and the spiritual master order should be taken without argument. Yes, there should be no instant in which the disciple son say, this is not correct, I cannot carry it out. When they say, when he says that, he is fallen. The father and spiritual master on the same platform because the spiritual master is the second father, the higher classes are called divija, twice born. Whenever there is a question of birth, there must be a father. The first birth is made possible by the actual father, and the second birth is made possible by the spiritual master. Sometimes the father and the spiritual master may be the same man, Sometimes they are different men. In any case, the order of the father or the order of the spiritual master must be carried out without hesitation, with an immediate yes. There should be no argument that is real service to the father 
and to the spiritual master. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has stated that the order of the spiritual master is the life and soul of the disciples. As a man cannot separate his life from his body, a disciple cannot separate the order of the spiritual master from his life. If a disciple follows the instruction of the spiritual master in that way, he is sure to become perfect. This is confirmed in the Upanishad. The import of the Vedic instruction is revealed automatically to one who has implicit faith in the Supreme Personality of Godhead and his spiritual master. One may be materially considered an illiterate man, but if he has faith in the spiritual master as well as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, then the meaning of the scriptural revelation is immediately manifested before him. So here in this verse, you can see that the order of the Father and order of the spiritual master cannot be rejected. Huh? It has to be accepted with uh, due diligence. Yes, you cannot say, oh, I don't want to do. So therefore, a person who has surrendered to a spiritual master, he cannot disobey the order of the spiritual master. If he disobeys, then he is considered as fallen. Yes, Prabhupada writes in the purport here, the moment he says, no, I cannot follow, then he is finished, right? There should be no instant in which the disciple or the son says, this is not correct, I cannot carry it out. Yes? Understand this. Hmm? Also, in another place, 10 cc, 10. 145 and 144. 144. 144. Which was, there's so many different numbers coming. Huh? 144. So here, Sarvamam Bhattacharya said, the order of the spiritual master is very strong and cannot be disobeyed. That is injunction of the Sastra, the revealed scriptures. When ordered by his father, Parasuram killed his mother, Renuka, just as if she were an enemy. When Lakshman, the younger brother of Ramachandra, heard of this, he immediately engaged himself in the service of the elder brother and accepted his orders. The order of the spiritual master be, must be obeyed without concentration. This is from Ramayana. And this other one is from the Bhagavatam. What canto? Parasuram. Next huh? verse. Next verse. Huh? The order of a great personality like father must be executed without concentration. Because there is good fortune in such an order for both of us. In particular, there is good fortune for me. Who spoke this? Ram. 
So you see here how Lord Ram said because his father ordered him to go to the forest, correct? So he took it because the Lord he wanted to do his pastime. So this was the situation the father, you know, uh, ordered him to leave the country and go to the forest so he could kill Ravana. Because Ravana had the power that he cannot be killed by anybody except by a man. You know, he thought, man are useless, no, how to fight with me. So he kept quiet, he said, demigod cannot kill, or nobody can kill him except the man, see. So here, he ordered to go. So the father ordered, he went. Hmm? So these are incidences where the father orders and then the disciple or son he did it. Just like here also here <coughs> thing is in three twelve, is it? Lord Shiva. Lord Brahma ordered Lord Shiva, you know? And he did it. Hmm? Brahma told Lord Shiva, who created him, this verse Here, Lord Shiva was asked by Lord Brahma, who came out, he came out from his eyebrow. So he said, after his birth, he began to be, began to cry, O destiny maker, teacher of the universe, kindly designate my names and places. So Lord Brahma told him, the all-powerful Brahma who was born from the lotus flower pacified the boy with gentle words, accepting his request and said, Do not cry. I shall certainly do as you desire. Therefore, Brahma, Lord Brahma, O Shiva, the demigod, you shall be called by the name of Rudra by all people because you have so anxiously cried. My dear boy, I have already selected the following places for your residence, the heart, the senses, the air of life, the sky, the air, the fire, water, the earth, sun, moon, and austerity. So Lord Shiva was given all these places. 
the mode of ignorance. Lord Brahma said, my dear boy, Rudra, you have eleven other names, Manyu, Manu, Mahinasa, Mahan, Shiva, Ritadvaja, Ugra, Reda, Bhava, Kala, Vamana Deva, and Vamadeva and Ritavrata. And he is supposed to, oh Rudra, you have eleven wives, you also have eleven wives of all Rudranis, and they are as follows Di, Driti, Rasala, Uma, Niyut, Sarpi, Ila, Ambika, Iravati, Swadha, and Diksha. My dear boy, you may now accept all the names and places designated for you and your different wives. And since you, since you are one of the masters of the living entity, you may now increase the population on a large scale. See, he is ordered. <coughs> uh, Lord Shiva was ordered to do this. Since you are one of the masters of living entity, you may now increase the population on a large scale. So he went to do, you know. And then the fathers realized that the kind of progeny was not good. This Lord Shiva, all black guys coming out, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they were all doing disturbance, you know, problems everywhere. And then he ordered him, no, 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 you don't do anymore. You stop this population business. <laughs> you go and do austerity. Okay, you read down the verses like that. They even tried to attack the grandfather. You know, his <laughs> all the children of Lord Shiva, the most powerful Rudra, whose bodily color was blue mixed with red, created many offerings exactly resembling him in strength, bodily features and furious nature. I mean, <laughs> like father, like son. <laughs> and then, the sons and grandsons generated by Rudra were unlimited in number. And when they assembled together, they attempted to devote the entire universe. When Brahma, the father of the living entity, saw this, he became afraid of the situation. Brahma told Rudra, O best among the demigods, there is no need for you to generate living entities of this nature. Stop it. He told her, enough. Don't have any more population. <laughs> they have begun to devastate everything on all sides with fiery flames from their eyes. And they even attacked me. <laughs> and Brahma said, all right, stop. <laughs> so Lord Shiva, he accepted the father's word, you know. My dear son, you had better situate yourself in penance, which is auspicious for all living entities and will bring all benediction upon you. By penance only shall you be able to create the universe as it was before. So the father ordered him to stop. So Lord Shiva, he accepted the order and the father, what he says, he did. 
First he said populate, he did, and the father told him stop it, don't do, okay? See? So he obeyed his father. Ah. Yes? Hmm. Correct? Huh? So, <clears throat> what are the places the person obeyed his father? Renuka, what is that chapter? Lord Parasuram, his father ordered him to kill your mother. Six five. Eh? Six five. Six five. Six, five. Six, five. So you see how another place, father ordered him. Narad Muni at where is this? Six five twenty? Hare Krishna. Hello. Where is this Renuga thing? Why you take one wrong words here? Yeah, 6, 5, 20 is different. I know this, this is not, uh, this, this different. I'm not coming into it yet. Where is Renuka? Can you find out for me? Parasuram, you know, father asked him because she went out to get some water and she saw the Gandharvas having some, you know, uh, some Leela. And she became a little attracted to the Gandharva and the father detected that. What's his name? Jambadapni. Huh? He detected that. And because her mind is polluted, she came a little late bringing... Huh? What number again? 16. It is not in the Bhagavadam. This story is in the Bhagavadam, Prabhu. Parasuram. Uh, Hare Krishna, you know, Shishi, the Bhagavadam. So the story goes like this, and then he ordered his son to kill, but the son disobeyed. Then his youngest son is Parasuram, you know, incarnation of God. And he said, kill your mother and your brothers. 916. 916. Huh? 9. So he said to, his, to him, his father ordered him, Nine? Sixteen. Sixteen, huh? Six. Six. So you see here, the father ordered him to kill. Yeah, I think we go one with them. The great sage Jamadapne understood the adultery in the mind of his wife, therefore he was very angry and told his son, My dear son, kill this sinful woman. But the son did not carry out his order. So here they disobeyed. Huh? You see? So then he asked his younger son, Parsuram, Jamadapne then ordered his younger son, Parsuram, to kill his brothers who have disobeyed his order and his mother who had mentally committed adultery. I mean, Hare Krishna, I think all mothers who have to be killed now. <laughs> A pretty dangerous situation, isn't it? <laughs> Lord Parsuram, knowing the power of his father, who was practiced in meditation and austerity, killed his mothers and brothers immediately. You understand? 
see this incident, Parasuram is seen knowing the power of his father. Because he knows Parasuram's father is a very powerful person. So you see what he did, he killed. Yes. Uh, you have time, you please read the purport. Huh? Purport is quite important. Huh? Jamatni, the son of Satyavati, was very much pleased with Parasuram and asked him to take any benediction he liked. Parasuram replied, Let my mother and brothers leave again and not remember having been killed by me. This is the benediction I asked. See how Parasuram is in the Satyavesh avatar, you know, it's not a, it's a modernary person. So he knew. Ah, yeah, I'll kill them, but then I'll ask my father and he will make them alive again. And they should not remember this whole incident. See how? Huh? So it's order, correct? And the sons, the other brothers disobeyed the order. So they were killed. Yeah. But here he killed, followed the father, and he got a benediction to revive them again. But of course, we have to know what he is doing. So here incidents of obeying the order of the father, even at the point of what? Killing eh? the mothers and brothers. Understand this point. <coughs> then what other places? Father obeyed the father. Hmm? Therefore, thereafter, by the benediction of Jamagni, Lord Parasurama, mother and brothers immediately came alive and were very happy. As if wakened from sound sleep, Lord Parasurama had killed his relatives in accordance with his father's order because he was fully aware of his father's power, austerity and learning. So he knew how powerful his father was. So he obeyed his father. Hmm? Yes? So now there are incidents. Any other incidents? Anyone remember? Father is obeyed. Hmm? Who? Yayati, yeah? Mm. So the sons, uh, most sons didn't obey. The one last one obeyed, you know? His name was what? Puru. Correct? So Puru obeyed his father's order and he exchanged the, the, the youth to him. And the father took the youth and he gave him knowledge. And after, for some years, then the father returned it to him. But because he obeyed the order of the father, the father gave him, although he was younger, he gave him the, 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 the position of to be the, the ruler of the whole uh, universe. So he got the, of course his other brothers did not get that facility. They disobeyed. So, so that is also there, the story is there, King Yayati. Hmm? So superiors are obeyed. Now, any more? Any more story? Yayati? 
Kadama Muni, yeah, we read that. 24, just now we read, must obey. Yes, sir. Yes? Bhakti? Oh, he obeyed his father's order to get initiated from Gorkishore Das Babaji. Yes, he obeyed his father's order. Very good. What else? Huh? Order of the mother. Yes, Durupati became uh, wife of the Pandavas when the mother ordered them. Common wife, yes. What else? Hmm? Anything else? He obeyed whose order? Mother and went to Jagannath Puri. Ah, he obeyed his mother's order and he went to Jagannath Puri. Made it made that headquarters. Very good. What else? Over than him? this story? I know that Govardhan was carried by one sage and, uh, and he was going with the sage. I don't know who ordered this story. Oh, come on, please double check your story, sir. Right? Uh, check. I, I want to know who, who said, what said and all this. And, my, and all these things are recorded here. And tomorrow they will play back. You see, you said this, you know. Huh? All right. I don't know this story here. Anything else? Huh? All right. Now we will go to incidents where the father's order was not accepted. Huh? Incidents where father's orders were rejected. Yes? Yeah. So this is also interesting. You should know why the order of the father was rejected. So here, Narada Muni has asked how one could 
ignorantly defy one's own father. The Haryaswas understood the meaning of this question. One must accept the original instruction of the Shastra according to Vedic civilization. One is offered a sacred threat as a sign of second birth. One takes his second birth by dint of having received instruction in the Shastra from a bona fide spiritual master. Therefore, Shastra scripture is the real father. All the Shastras instruct that one should end his material way of life. If one does not know the purpose of the father's order, the Shastra, he is ignorant. The words of a material father who endeavors to engage his son in material activities are not the real instruction of the father. So this ground, when the material father is not giving you direction based on going to uh, understand the scriptures, then that father's order is to be rejected. You follow? Bhagavad Gita 16.7 says, Pravirtim cha nevirtim cha janana viduhu asuraha. Demons who are less than human beings but are not called animals do not know the meaning of pravirti and nevirti work to be done and work not to be done. In the material world, every living entity has desire to lord it over material world as much as possible. This is called pravirti mahabha. All the sastras, however, advise nivriti maga or release from the materialistic way of life. Apart from the sastras, the Vedic civilization, which the oldest of the world, other sastras agree to this point. For example, in the Buddhist sastra, Lord Buddha advised that one achieve nirvana by giving up the materialistic way of life. In the Bible, which is also sastra, one finds the same advice, one should cease materialistic life and return to the kingdom of God. In any Shastra one can examine, especially the Vedic Shastra, the same advice is given. One should give up his materialistic life and return to the original spiritual life. Sankracharya also, also propounds the same conclusion, Brahma Satyam Jagan Mitya. Material world or materialistic life is simply illusion and therefore one should stop these illusory activities and come to the platform of Brahman. The word Shastra refers to the scriptures, particularly the Vedic books of knowledge, the Vedas, Sama, Yaju, Rug and Artava, and any other book deprived, deriving knowledge from these Vedas are considered Vedic literatures. Bhagavad Gita is the essence of all Vedic knowledge and therefore it is the scripture whose instruction should be especially accepted. And this actions of all Shastra, Krishna personally advised that one give up all other duties and surrender unto him. One should be initiated into the following, one should be initiated into following the principles of Shastra in offering initiation of a Krishna conscious movement as one to come to the conclusion of the Shastra by taking advice of the supreme speaker of the Shastra, Krishna. For guiding the principle of materialistic way of life, therefore the principle we advise are no illicit sack, no intoxication, no gambling and no meat eating. These four types of engagement will enable an intelligent person to get free from the materialistic life and return home back to Godhead. In this instruction of the father and mother, it may be said that every living entity, including even the insignificant cats, dogs and serpents, takes birth of a father and mother. Therefore, getting a material father and mother is not a problem. In every, in every form of life, father, birth and 
Birth after birth, the living entity gets a father and mother. The human society, however, we want is satisfied with the material father and mother, and their instruction does not make further progress by accepting a spiritual master. Being educated in the sastra, he certainly remains in darkness. The material father and mother are important only if they are interested in educating their son to become free from the clutches of death. It is point here. The material father and mother are important only if they are interested in educating their son to become free from the clutches of death. As instructed by Rishabh Dev, Pita nasasyat janani nasasyat namochegya samupetyam rupyam one should not strive to become a mother or father if we cannot save one dependent son from the impending danger of death. A parent who does not know how to save his son has no value because such fathers and mothers may be had in any form of life, even among the cats and dogs and so on. Only a father and mother who can elevate their son to spiritual platform are bona fide parents. Therefore, According to the Vedic system, it is says, Janmanam Jayate Sudraha. One is born of a material father and mother is a Sudra. The purpose of life, however, is to become a Brahmana, a first class man. A first class intelligent man is called a Brahmana because he knows the Supreme Brahman, the Absolute Truth. According to the Vedic inst instruction, Tatvikyanartam Sam Gurum Evabhigachat. To know the signs, one must approach a bona fide guru, spiritual master, who will initiate the disciple with a sacred threat, so that he may understand the Vedic knowledge. Janmana Jayate Sudra, Samskrit Divija. Samskrit Divija, Samskrit Bhavet Divijaha. Becoming a Brahmana through the endeavor of bona fide spiritual master is called Samskara. After initiation, one is engaged in the study of the Shastra, which teaches the student how to gain release from materialistic life and return home back to Godhead. The Krishna Conscious Movement is teaching this higher knowledge of retiring from materialistic life to return to God, Godhead, but unfortunately many parents are not satisfied with this movement. Aside from the parents of our student, many businessmen are also dissatisfied because we teach our student to abandon Intoxication, meditating, illicit sex and gambling. If the Krishna conscious movement spreads, the so-called businessmen will have to close their slaughterhouse, breweries and cigarette factories. Therefore, they are also very much afraid. However, we have no alternative than to teach our disciples to free themselves from materialistic life. We must instruct them in the opposite of material life to save them from the repetition of birth and death. Narada Muni therefore advised the Haryaswas, the sons of Prajapati Daksha, that instead of beginning progeny, it would be better to live and achieve the perfection of spiritual understanding according to the instruction of the Sastra. The importance of Sastra is mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita 16.23. Yaha Sastra Vidhim Yusrijya Vartate Kama Karataha Nasa Siddhim Avapnoti Nasukam Naparam Gatim one who disregards the injunction to the sastras and acts whimsically as he likes, never achieves the perfection of life. Not to speak of happiness, nor does he return home to the spiritual world. 
So you see how here, completely rejecting the order of the father and mother who are completely what naive to the purpose of human life. Then they come up with this solution. No, 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 we will have together both. This is their compromisation. What? No, no, you study, at the same time you also have spiritual life. Yes? Correct? Right. But we find that a parent who puts the child into this kind of a situation, uh, because the modern education is very atheistic, so he is ingrained with atheism for how many hours a day? You know, you don't know, don't bring God inside here. We don't want any God here. Whenever you speak about God, there's violence and fighting. So we don't want God. See? Yeah, how cleverly they are, what? Suppressing. Then they teach all kind of things which are completely, what we say? Without any base, all theories. Right? Everything is theoretical. Huh? How the world comes, Mother Nature, you see, we invent this, we invent that, we should, so many things they say. I think that verse I told, no? 122, what? Huh? I showed that verse 122, Bhagavad No, 1, 1, uh, 1, is it? Yeah, 1, 1, 22. That how Prabhupada is saying in the purport of this verse, we think that we have met your goodness by the will of providence just so that we may accept you as the captain of the ship for those who desire to cross the difficult ocean of Kali which deteriorates all good qualities of human beings. And the age of Kali is very dangerous for the human being. Human life is simply meant for self-realization. But due to this dangerous age, man has completely forgotten the aim of life. In this age, the lifespan will gradually decrease. People will gradually lose their memory, finer sentiments, strength and better qualities. A list of the anomalies of this age is given in the twelfth count of, the, of this work. And so this age is very difficult for those who want to utilize this life for self-realization. The people are so busy with sense gratification that they completely forget about self-realization. Out of madness they frankly say that there is no need for self-realization because they do not realize that this brief life is but a moment on our great journey towards self-realization. Yeah. The whole system of education is geared to sense gratification. At that point here. And if a learned man thinks it over, he sees that the children of this age have been intentionally sent to slaughterhouse of so-called education. See that? You understand this point? Yeah? The children of this age are intent, what is the word, Prabhupada Yeah? Intentionally sent to the slaughterhouses of so-called. How many hours is there in the school? How many hours? 
many hours? Every day. Yeah. At least more than eight hours, correct? Correct? And you are constantly bombarded this nonsense. Yes? And how many hours you get Krishna consciousness? How many hours you get? Sunday or Sunday class? How many hours? Saturday class? How many hours? Many hours? Yeah? No, no, Prabhu. A moment's association with devotee is enough, right? But, what is that verse? Lava mantra sadhu sangha sarva siddhi hoi prabhu. Yes, they don't need so much Krishna's time prabhu, just lava mantra only. Krishna said, no? <laughs> Can you imagine the consciousness? Don't speak so much. You are all working, correct? You are meeting all kind of people, correct? You come back with a very fire up consciousness, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yes? Oh, no, Prabhu, after I sign out the office, my mind is true. I am thinking of Brahma, Shiva, Ganesh, everybody, you know, I am thinking of Krishna. Yes? Yes? Let's be very frank about it. Yes? Yes or no? Contaminated consciousness. Yes? There's how many hours with non-devotees? Correct? Yes? So your child, he will become what? So your consciousness is more interested in the guy's education in some material subject rather than your interest in a spiritual to save the child? Yes? Because it gets like this. No, 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 no. Material education is very important. But spiritual education? No, we will, when we come to it, we will carry it, Prabhu. I know what it is, you know, I wake up every day at 2.30 in the morning and I'm chanting my rounds in the whole day to, to keep my mind, you know, completely what? Krishna conscious, I have to work so hard. And still, he can go. That much I can see. And suppose someone is very lax about it, what will be his consciousness? Yeah? Yes? Mamcha Vyabhucharena Bhakti Yogena Sevate Saguna Samitaitan Ramabhuyaya Kalpatuna Unfailingly, what? Right? So you see how learned men therefore must be cautious of this age. If they all want to cross over the dangerous ocean of Kali, they must follow the footsteps of sages of Namisranya and accept Sri Sudha Goswami or his bona fide representative is the captain of the ship. The ship is the message of Sri Lord Sri Krishna in the shape of the Bhagavad Gita or the Sriman Bhagavad Okay, very important. Yes. So this is the incident of how consciousness can become split out you know, because of subtly associating with the uh, non-devotees. Everything is so contaminated. Huh? Yes? Yes? Very big responsibility for the parents. And then another incident, when Sukadeva Goswami was in the womb of his mother, where that was, he refused to come out. I'm not coming out. Sixteen years he was in the mother's womb, he said, I don't want to come out. 
And the father, no, 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 you come out, no problem. Why are you not coming out? No, I will get attracted by my... No, no, I give you blessing, you come out, you will not be. Ah, you yourself are contaminated. Why are you giving me the blessing? What kind of nonsense is that? He rejected his father's order. No, no, I'm not coming out. Unless someone who is beyond the modes tell me, then yeah. Then the poor father had to go to Dwaraka to bring Lord Krishna. And Krishna then say, all right, you will not be contaminated by Then he came out of the... He didn't obey his father's order. He rejected his order. I don't want to. And the moment he came out, the father was again calling him, come back, come back. He just, you know, walked. That's the verse, right? Only the trees, they were crying, you know. What is that verse in Bhagavan? Uh, he laughed, he just laughed at the whole house and he went out. He didn't want to obey his father's order. Why he disregard the father's order? Because the father was inducing him to stay in the house, become a householder. They didn't want to do that. Huh? One, one, two, one, two, two, huh? One, two, two, Sutta Goswami, Srila Sutta Goswami said, let me offer my respectful obeisance unto that great sage Sukadev Goswami who can enter the hearts of all. When he went away to take up the renounced order of life, sannyas leaving home without undergoing the reformation by the sacred thread or the ceremonies observed by the higher caste, his father Vyasadev, fearing separation from, from him, cried out, Oh my son, indeed only the trees which were absorbed in the same feelings of separation echoed in response to the begrift father. They didn't care. The sadhu was calling, Oh my son, Oh my son, he refused. He left. Disobeyed. Why disobeyed? Because he didn't want to get entangled. Understand this? Again, there's another incident where he, the, the disobedience is also there. So here, Lord Brahma, he ordered his four sons, the four Kumaras. In the beginning, Brahma created four great sages named Sanaka, Sananda, Sanatana and Sanatkumar. All of them were unwilling to adopt materialistic activities because they were highly elevated to their semen flowing upwards. So again, they were unwilling to adopt 
the materialistic activities uh, he asked them to get married and populate the universe but they refused Brahma spoke to his sons after generating them my dear son he said now generate progeny but due to they have been attached to vasudev the supreme personality of godhead they aim at liberation and therefore they expressed their unwillingness they disobeyed uh, the four sons of brahma the kumaras declined to become family man even on the request of their great father brahma those who are serious about gaining release from material bondage should not be entangled in the false relationship of family bondage people may ask how the kumaras could refuse the order of lord brahma who was their father and above all the create and above all the creator of universe the reply is that one who is vasudeva vasudeva parayanaha or seriously engaged in devotional service to the personality of god at vasudeva need not care for any other obligation it is enjoined in this bhagavatam this was huh? you know this was right devarishi bhutapta nirnam pitranam nakinkaro nayam rinincha rajan sarvatma yah saranam sharanyam gato mukundam parihartha kartam anyone who has completely given up all worldly relationship and has taken absolute shelter of the lotus feet of the lord who gives us salvation and is alone is fit to be taken shelter of is no longer a debtor or a servant for anyone else including the demigod the forefathers sages and other living entities relatives or human society in general thus there were there was nothing wrong in the acts of kumaras when they refused great father's request that they become family man so here again rejected they rejected the father's i am forget it lord brahma creator of the universe the first personality right these are his first sons they refused to obey the father's order on what grounds huh? that the father is ordering him to them to get entangled then i'm buying your story sir hare krishna <laughs> and here proper putting in the purpose there's no offense yes there is no because of what is that verse for higher purpose rasovarjam rasopiyasya param drishtva nirvartate You want to get a higher taste? You can give up Bhagavad Gita, correct? What was? Huh? Two विषाय विनिवर्तन्ते निरहारस्य देयना रसव्रजम रसोपियास्य परम दृष्टव निवर्तते दो द एम्बोडिड सोल मे बी रिस्ट्रिक्टेड फ्रॉम सेंस एंजॉयमेंट द टेस्ट फॉर सेंस ऑब्जेक्ट रिमेन बट सीजिंग सच एंगेजमेंट 
by experiencing a higher taste is fixed in consciousness. So they have developed a taste for renunciation, so they don't want to get entangled again. Huh? So here you can see how they rejected the order of the father. Then Lord Shiva came and Lord Shiva obeyed the father order. And of course then the father told him that now you rat, no stop, stop, you don't do anymore, see? Right? So incidents of disobeying, order of obeying. So all this has to be seen on context, when and how. So there's another incident where uh, King Priyavarta, he was ordered by his father, what is his name, Swayambhuva Manu, to take up the role of emperor because his, his brother Uttanapat, he can have a, can renounce, here. This is another very, uh, you know, interesting incident, five, one. See if we can read this. Huh? So here, O King Parichit inquired from Sukadev Goswami, O Great Sage, why did King Priyavarta, who was a great self-realized devotee of the Lord, remain in household life, which is the root cause of bondage of karma, fruitive activity, and which defeats the mission of human life? So Priyavarta, he is actually the brother of Uttanapada. Uttanapada is the father of Durva Maharaj, right? So here this is the question is raised. Why he went into this householder life? He was very much a you know, renowned devotee. Hmm? So here, very interesting point. Because you got time, you can read the book or we are, you know, what, we are finished? What is the time now? We already crossed over, 9.30, oh my goodness. So, okay, devotees are certainly liberated persons. Therefore, O creators of the Brahmanas, they cannot possibly be absorbed in family affairs. Elevated Mahatmas who have taken shelter of the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead are fully satiated by the shade of the lotus feet. Their consciousness cannot possibly become attached to family members. O King, the King continued, O Brahmana, this is my great doubt. How is it possible for a person like King Priyavarta, who has so attached to wife, children and home, to achieve the topmost infallible perfection in Krishna consciousness? Sukadeva Goswami said, What you have said is correct. The glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is praised in eloquent, transcendental verses by such exalted personality as Brahma are very pleasing to great devotees and liberated persons who is attached to the nectar and honey of the Lord's lotus feet and whose mind is always absorbed in his glories may sometimes be checked by some impediment. But he still never gives up the exalted position he has acquired. So here, King Priyavarta was preached to by Narada Muni 
uh, who taught him about renunciation. Hmm? So he didn't want to get entangled. He, he's not interested in taking up the post of the ruler of the whole world. Sukadev Goswami continued, My dear King Priyavarta, my dear King, Prince Priyavarta was a great devotee because he sought the lotus feet on Narada, his spiritual master, and thus achieved the highest perfection in transcendental knowledge. With advanced knowledge, he always engaged in discussing spiritual subjects and did not divert his attention to anything else. The father's prince then asked him to take charge of ruling the world. He tried to convince Prayavarta that, that this was his duty as indicated in revealed scriptures. Prince Prayavarta, however, was continuously practicing Bhakti Yoga by constantly remembering the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thus engaging his senses in the service of the Lord. Therefore, although the order of his father could not be rejected, the prince did not welcome it. Thus, he very conscientiously raised the question of whether he might be diverted from devotional service by accepting the responsibility of ruling over this world. So he's, he's not into it. He didn't want to obey the order of his father. So Narada Muni, of course, he was preaching to him, don't do it. <laughs> he's Narada Muni. <laughs> Forget it. You don't become a king. Right? See? Uh, please read the purport. Huh? You can take note and read the purport. You know, it's a lot very interesting uh, point the purport is making. Sugadev Goswami continued, The first created being and most powerful demigod in this universe is Lord Brahma, who is always responsible for developing universal affairs. Born directly from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he dedicates his activities to the welfare of the entire universe, for he knows the purpose of universal creation. This supremely powerful Lord Brahma, accompanied by his associate, the personified Veda, left his own abode in the highest planetary system and descended to the place of King Prince Priyavartha's meditation. Uh, you know, here, the Lord Brahma came down to see him, and at the same time, Narada was also sitting by side. <laughs> so, <laughs> a very interesting, you know, arrangement here, you see. As Lord Brahma descended on his carrier, the great swan, all the residents of planets named Siddhaloka, Gandharaloka, Satyaloka, Charanaloka, as well as the great sages and demigods flying in their different airplanes, assembled within the canopy of the sky to receive Lord Brahma and worship him. As he received respect and adoration from the residents of various planets, Lord Brahma appeared just like the full moon surrounded by illuminating stars. Lord Brahma's great swan then arrived at the border of Gandhamadana hill and approached Prince Prevata was sitting there. Just see, this incident is so volatile that, you know, he had to come down, Brahma. Right? And Narada is, you know, prompting him. <laughs> 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 don't succumb, you. Don't, uh, Lord Brahma, 
the father of Narada Muni is the supreme person within this universe. As soon as Narada saw the great swan, he could understand that Lord Brahma had arrived. Therefore, he immediately stood up along with Swambhu Manu, his son Priyavarta, whom Narada was instructing. <laughs> then they folded their hands and began to worship Lord Brahma with great respect. My dear King Parichit, because Lord Brahma had finally descended from Satyaloka to Buloka, Narada Muni, Prince Priyavarta and Swayambhumanu came forward to offer him objects of worship and to praise him highly, qualified language regarding the Vedic etiquette. At that time, Lord Brahma, the original person of this universe, felt compassion for Priyavarta and looking upon him with a smiling face, spoke to him as follows. Lord Brahma, the Supreme Person within the universe, said, My dear Priyavarta, Kindly hear attentively what I shall say to you. Do not be jealous of the Supreme Lord, who is beyond our experimental measurement. All of us, including Lord Shiva, your father, and the great Rishi, Maharishi Narada, must carry out the order of the Supreme. We cannot deviate from his order. So he never said, Brahma never said, this is my order. See how interestingly saying, the order of the Supreme Lord. Everybody have to do it. Huh? One cannot avoid, one cannot avoid the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not by the strength of severe austerities and exalted Vedic education or the power of mystic yoga, physical prowess, or intellectual activities. Nor can one use his power of religion, his material opulence, or any other means, either by himself or with the help of others, to defy the order of the Supreme Law. This is not possible for any living being, from Brahma down to the end. Again, please read the purports. Eh? This purports are very significant. My dear Priyavarta, by the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, all living entities except different types of body for birth and death, activity, lamentation, illusion, fear of future dangers and happiness and distress. So Lord Brahma is actually speaking to Priyavarta. My dear boy, all of us are bound by the Vedic injunction to the divisions of Varnashram according to our qualities and work. These divisions are difficult to avoid because they are scientifically arranged. We must therefore carry out our duties of Varnashram Dharma like bulls obliged to move according to the direction of a driver pulling on the ropes knotted to their nose.
Yeah, then Madhya Pravar Priyavarta, according to our association with the different modes of mental nature, the Supreme Personality of God that gives us our specific bodies, the happiness and distress we achieve. One must therefore remain situated at ease and be conducted by the Supreme Personality of God exactly as a blind man is led by a person with eyes with which to see. Even if one is liberated, he nevertheless accepts the body as received according to his past karma. Without misconception, however, he regards his enjoyment and suffering due to that karma, the way an awakened person regards the dream he had while sleeping. He thus remains steady first and never works to achieve another material body under the influence of the three modes of material nature. So he giving the instruction here, I'm just going to go to the point. So, we are in 16, eh? So then, I'm going to read all over. Because he is preaching to him about uh, what happens if we go into the householder life, you know. And he's saying that if you go to householder life and you can conquer your senses. Uh, even if it goes from forest to forest, if one is not self-controlled, must always fear material bondage because he's living with his six co-wives, the mind and the knowledge acquiring senses. Even a household life, however, cannot harm a self-satisfied learned man who has conquered his senses. So he's telling him to, you know, come on, even in householder life you live, you can conquer your senses. One who is situated in householder life and who systematically conquers his mind and five sense organs is like a king in his fortress who conquers his powerful enemy. But one who has been trained in household life and his lusty desires have decreased, he can move anywhere without danger. So see how Lord Brahma is saying. I don't know if you can do this. Yes? No problem? Lord Brahma continued, My dear Priyavarta, seek shelter inside the opening of the lotus feet of the Lord, whose navel is like a lotus, they thus conquer the six senses, the mind and the knowledge acquiring sense. Accept material enjoyment because the Lord extraordinarily has ordered you to do this. You will thus always be liberated from material association and be able to carry out the Lord's order in your constitutional position. Here Brahma is assuring him, that you take up this ashram, this has been ordered by the Lord. See? So he then accepted this order because he is given by God himself. He never rejected that. 
So all along we have been reading that the order of the father, sometimes accepted and sometimes rejected. But here the order of the Lord can never at any time be rejected. See? Sukadeva Goswami continued after thus being fully instructed by Lord Brahma with the spiritual mouth of three worlds. Priyavarta, his own position being inferior, offered obeisances, accepted the order and carried out with great respect. So you see this? So the, 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 the difference here is that, that Lord Brahma did not come down and say, no, I'm ordering you. No, it will not work. But he said, this is ordered by the Lord for you to take up this position. So then, yes, he said, if the Lord says, then I have to do. See? But when Brahma says, you know, the four Kumaras rejected, they didn't want to do that. Huh? You understand? So there are different situations, but main thing is to understand that how the person makes spiritual advancement by carrying out that order. So one should know this, uh, how to do this uh, by taking shelter of the spiritual master. Because material father practically is not knowing. Yes? He doesn't know. If he doesn't know the signs, then how can he give instruction? So you have to take instruction from the spiritual master. Right? And you being a father and mother, you have to also guide your children accordingly. For what? Their spiritual upliftment. Not that you give an order and you want to keep them, no, no, let them go to work, you know, if they get some money, at least in my old age they can maintain me. Huh? Investment. What is that? Retirement plan. <laughs> Retirement plan. Is investing. Oh, children. Yes? So if a person is selfish like this, then he ruin the life of the children and he ruin his life also. Yes? So the whole idea is to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That should be the, what? Uh, the motive, the interest. Uh, otherwise it become all corrupted and nobody gains. And then what happened? Again another birth. Yeah, kind of thing, whether this birth is going to be very conducive, uh, human birth or something else, it's going to be very painful. You understand this point? Uh, is it clear? All right, I have to stop here then. Any questions? Anybody? Anybody asking any questions? Anybody has questions? Huh? Is it clear? Huh? What's the question? What's your question? No, he must come here all the way here and he must sit right here. Then only. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He is Krishna in front of him, right? Then why he has to sit here? Why he has to go all the way? Can you say, I can't hear? I can't hear. Vyasadev what? Vyasadev is Krishna incarnation, right? Yeah, Satyavesh avatar. Then to, then to Sukhdev Goswami, he can say I am Krishna incarnation, right? But then why he have to go all the way to 
So is Krishna incarnation, why Sukadev left? No, Yeah, so you see, he is Krishna incarnation to write books. Understand? That's why he calls Satyavesh avatar. Just like Prithu Maharaj, he is incarnation to rule. Understand? So they are specific, empowered incarnation for specific roles. You understand the point? So because he is incarnation to write Vedic literatures, he has no power to tell his son that, you, you know, I will bless you that you cannot be disturbed by Maya. You follow? So Krishna empowers personalities to do certain roles. That's why they are called Satya, Avishya, Avatar. You understand? You understand? Yes. Anything else? Any other questions? Anybody in the net? Nobody. All right. Thank you very much. Sorry for delaying you by half an hour. But uh, I think the subject matter requires some explanation. All right. Please. Uh, Prahlad Maharaj, he disobeyed his father. His father was a demon. Yes. He disobeyed his teachers also, the gurus. He disobeyed everybody. <laughs> Why? Because he is having direct instruction from uh, his spiritual master, Narada Muni. And of course, he is blessed to see the Lord also. Right? So, difference. Once you get to go directly to God and you are having relation with Him, then what instruction you have to follow? Yes? Uh, just like Bali Maharaj, he rejected his guru because his guru said, don't go to God. Rejected. You understand? So, certain cases. Vishmadev also, he rejected his guru. His guru, Vishmadev, he was ordered by Parshuram to get married to that Mataji. What's her name? Amba. And he said, no. Then you have to fight with me. And he defeated his guru. Vishmade. So, that also incidents rejected. So, accordingly, there are different, different situations that we have to know. All right. Thank you very much. Krindarashman Bhagavan Ki Jai. Shnabhupad Ki Jai.